Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about some things you need to do out on your service route to figure out why certain things happen. For instance, why is the chlorine in the pool zeroing out? Or why is the pool not looking really good this week? And it could be something simple to something more complicated, but it's something that you probably need to do on a regular basis especially if you're running into problems out there, is to get to the bottom of why something is actually happening on that particular pool. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I guess for more proper English, at that particular pool... And if you notice that you're having a problem with the pool, there are certain things that happen out there that are kind of weird and bizarre. And, you know, you may get to an account and every week you're noticing that the water quality just isn't that great. And you may have tried everything, maybe shocked the pool. And one thing you might have neglected is to check to see if the the pool is actually running on the schedule program that it's supposed to be running at. So I had a pool, and I think I mentioned this before, where I would get there every week, and it didn't look great. I just couldn't figure out what was going on. And it's an Aqualink, so I didn't have access to the panel. And I just asked the customer, so what did you change the schedule by chance, the runtime of the pool, or alter the schedule in any way because the pool is just not looking that great? And she said, well, yeah, I lowered it down to an hour a day because I thought it was running too long. And there was the mystery solved right there. A pool running an hour a day for two weeks is not going to look too pretty. And I just kind of had to explain to her that this is how the pool stays clear. You have to run the pool a lot longer than one hour per day. So that's one mystery that was solved by just talking to the customer and finding out what's going on in that respect. Now, this could happen with an intermatic timer also where you're not paying attention to it. Maybe you're getting there when the pool's not running, so you turn it on, but you don't know that the mechanism is not working. Or this happens a lot of times where the on-off tripper is a little loose, or the the on-tripper, per se, or the off-tripper is loose, and it'll kind of move and kind of not catch. So that's another thing also. Make sure those on-off trippers are in there really tight on the intermatic timer so that the mechanism can actually trip and turn the pool on. Um, typically that's the problem it doesn't really have a problem with it running too long but sometimes occasionally the off tripper will actually slide down or come loose and then the pool's running 24 hours so these are that's probably not a bad thing for the service account because then the pool is being circulated but i think the bad thing is when it's not turning on and i've had customers where they're turning the pool off during the middle of the day because they don't like the pool running and then not telling me that they're turning the pool off before the full runtime is done. This happens a lot also. If they have a variable speed pump that's a standalone VS pump, 
a lot of times there's going to be a stop start button or an on off button on there. And the manufacturers do this for a reason because basically you have to be able to turn off your pump for a long period of time if there's a leak or there's a problem. So if you're new to the business and not familiar with variable speed pumps, especially the standalone ones, one thing that you're going to run into that happens often is that the customer will have a party or use their pool and they'll turn off their pump because they don't want it running for some reason why the party's going on. Maybe there's an automatic cleaner and they'll hit the stop, start or off on button on their pump. Unless they actually hit that button again sometime during the week, the pump's going to stay off for the whole week. So I had an account with an IntelliFlow pump on there and it kept getting constant algae. I was checking the chemicals, everything was fine. And I just kind of figured that what was happening was the customer was probably having pool parties because the pool always had toys in there. It looked like it was being used. But they weren't really proactive of turning the pump back on on a regular scheduled time. So sure enough, they were having pool parties on the weekend and weren't getting back to turning on the pool pump to maybe a Wednesday during the week. I was there on a Thursday and I would find it running almost every week. So this is why it was a big mystery because they would always get back and turn it on before I got there. So it was never like off when I got there so I could solve the problem. I just had to educate the customer that the reason why their pool is looking so poor, again, is the pool needs to run. And if you do hit the stop start button on a Saturday or Sunday, just make sure that night you put the pump back on so that it's running and circulating. Another thing you'll run into too is if they are using the spa most of the week. Some customers will leave it in spa mode for three or four days. And by the time you get there for your service day, it's already back in pool mode because they figure you're coming. They're going to make sure the valves are set for you. And a lot of times they'll leave it in spa mode for a long period of time and leave the pool off a long period of time. So all these things are very common things that happen. And to get to the bottom of the mystery, it's very easy. You just have to tell the customer that the pool needs to be running during the season for eight, 10 hours a day. And so make sure that if you do use the pool and turn it off, or if you use the spa, after you're done using the spa, put it back in pool mode, mainly because the pool will definitely be effective negatively. You're going to have algae. The water's not going to be safe to swim in because it's not circulating as much as it should. And other problems you're going to have with the fact that the pool's not being turned back on. So that's one thing that I mentioned here at the beginning. When you talk about getting to the bottom of things or finding out why things happen, so if you're getting to a pool every week on your route, the water is maybe a little murky or the chlorine's not holding well or there's algae in the pool. The first thing I always check is the runtime to make sure that the pool is coming on for the appropriate amount of time every day. One way to check that is to ask the customer, hey, do you notice your pool is running at 4 o'clock in the afternoon? Depending on how the timer is set, I always have them go out there and verify that it's running. If I can't you know, get to the bottom of a problem. I want to make sure that the pool is actually running its runtime and they're not messing with it or turning it off in the middle of the day, things like that. And if you emphasize how important the runtime is to the customer, especially if they have a variable speed pump, it's not a big deal on their electricity bill to run that thing a very long time. If you emphasize the runtime with the customer, then usually that problem can be solved. And a lot of the water quality issues that you're experiencing are because the customer is not running their pool the set time, or there's a problem with the program. I had one customer that was just messing with a system. I don't know exactly why he was doing this, but it was an easy touch program system. And he had like 10 different run times in there. And they're all short run times overlapping. Some of them were overlapping. Some were like different days of the week. I never got a chance to ask him what happened, 
but basically I just reset it back to the you know two program cycle that I normally have on the program and it was fine so maybe he was just messing with it or someone came over and was messing with the system I don't know um, but that definitely could happen where the customer is changing the program runtime so it's a good idea to know when the program runtime is at the pool. I like setting the pools to come on why I'm servicing it. That way I know that if the customer messes with the runtime and it's not running at that moment, there's definitely something wrong. So definitely check that. One thing with the Aqualink that I found happens a lot, especially with the older systems, is that the programming will get, I don't know if it gets locked up or something happens to it, but if it's supposed to be running when you get there at 9 o'clock in the morning and it's not, it may not be the customer messing with it. It just may be the Aqualink system itself. So what I do is I just reset the breakers and turn everything off for about 20 seconds, turn everything back on, and usually the run cycle will kick in. So that could be happening also, and specifically with the Jandy Aqualink system, that's a very common problem that happens. I'm not sure what happens to the system. It gets a brain freeze of some kind, but it will not run the cycle. And again, if you set the pool to come on while you're servicing it, so if you get to an account at 10 in the morning, 11 in the morning, 1 in the afternoon. Having the pump set to come on during that time so you can see it come on is really important. And the reason why I emphasize this point is because it's something that happens a lot out there with the runtime, and getting to the bottom of it really will move the needle on a pool that's a problem pool. If the pool is constantly zeroing out, the runtime, of course, is a factor, but also use is a factor too. And you'll hear Bob Lowry talk about this all the time, is that one of the things that you need to know about is how much that pool gets used. Is it being used? Is, is is that residential pool being used like a commercial pool where you have all the neighborhood kids there? You know, is someone giving swim lessons there? What Whatever's going on there, you have to know if this is a heavy-use pool. So if you're there on a Wednesday at 9 in the morning, there's no way you're going to know how much use that pool gets during that week. But the chemistry of the pool is a good indicator that the pool's being used a lot. One of the things that you may discover... It's combined chlorine. You might smell like the ammonia smell. Like at a commercial pool, when it's being heavily used, you're going to smell some of that combined chlorine from all the suntan lotion and body oils in the water. Or the pool may be zeroed out all the time. And this could be an indicator that the pool is being heavily used and you're not aware of that fact. Again, communicate with the customer. Ask him, you know, I noticed that the chemicals aren't holding in your pool. Are you guys using your pool a lot more than usual this season? Something as general as that can get you an answer. And definitely, if they are using their pool a lot more than you are suspecting, then the chemistry of the pool will definitely be affected, especially at the chlorine level. You know, the bathers are going to wipe out the chlorine level. And if it gets zeroed out, it's hard for that chlorine level to recover on its own, especially if you're using the trichlor tablets or saltwater generator because they're not designed to give you a shock level of chlorine to get things back up. So if you're using 3-inch tablets... And let's say the chlorine level was at five parts per million and there was a pretty huge party or many parties during the week or a lot of bathers in there. Those tablets aren't designed to put a large amount of chlorine back into the pool. They're just there to stabilize the chlorine level. And therefore, if no one's there to put in a gallon or two of liquid chlorine, that chlorine level is going to stay at zero, basically. And the same with a saltwater generator. They're not designed to bring, you know, to add a shock level of chlorine to the pool. However, if you set it correctly and you set it to produce a certain amount of chlorine every day, you won't have too much of a problem. But I've seen saltwater pools with heavy use where they are zeroed out, and the salt production just can't keep up with it. 
So just be aware that tablets and salt systems are not designed to increase the chlorine level. And same with liquid feeders. All those aren't designed to kind of know what the chlorine level is and to put the more chlorine in the pool unless you have an expensive unit that, of course, will check the ORP and things like that. But the basic liquidator from Hasa won't add extra chlorine to the pool over the salt cell or trichlor tablets. So if the pool is being zeroed out, you're going to have to manually add chlorine to that pool to get it back up. And of course, some things are easy to solve. Like if dogs are swimming in the pool, there's probably a lot of evidence that they're in the pool. You'll see clumps of dog hair on the bottom. You're going to see dog hair in the skimmer basket, the pump basket. So those are pretty obvious that, hey, the dogs had like a dog pool party there and you have to address that. And let the homeowner know that, you know, the dogs in the pool do add another layer to everything. So those are obvious. But as far as like the pool being used a lot, it's not quite as obvious again. Because there's very little evidence of it except maybe a lot of toys in the pool or the chlorine level going down. And I think the bottom line is to find out why these things are happening. And the best way is to ask the client what's going on with the pool. If you do any kind of Airbnb, automatically you're going to know that these pools are being killed I had a customer leave town, and they let, they had house sitters for whatever reason. They had, I guess they have a couple cats, so they had house sitters there. And these people had gigantic parties. I don't know what they were doing with, when they were house sitting, but this pool was hardly ever used. And then when these people were house sitting, good thing, that by the way, the client told me that they were leaving town for three weeks and had a house sitter. But this pool was just being wiped out. So badly that actually the filter, the D grids, which weren't that old, maybe a couple years old, developed holes in them and they had a major DE incident going into the pool. But the water, the pressure of the filter got so high from all the suntan lotion and gunk and junk and the heavy use that it actually made the filter grids explode or a couple of them exploded and tore. So these are things that can happen. Um, if you didn't know what was going on, if I homeowner didn't tell me that, I would have no idea what was going on. And I think, again, communication with the homeowner, you know, are there visitors coming to the house, house sitters, are you converting your house to an Airbnb? You know, hopefully not. But any of these things can definitely be a mystery and take some time for you to analyze it. So I don't think you should be trying to treat the symptom without knowing the cause. So if you have a pool that's getting algae every week or zeroing on every week, or looks cloudy, you really need to find the cause of that. You know, besides the obvious, you know, is the filter having an issue? Maybe the cartridges are bad, or the D grids aren't aren't effective because they're really old, or needs to be cleaned. Those are obvious things. But then you have to go past that to the things that may not be as obvious, like why is the pool being turned off for a certain amount of time during the week, or the heavy usage. So as a pool pro, you can't just go back there, clean it, and you know, shock it with three or four bags of shock and then call it a day thinking that, well, this is unusual, but I think I cured it by shocking it. But no, I think you need to know why the pool is in that state, especially if it hasn't been in that state before and it's been fine. Just check with the customer of what's going on there and to see what's happening. And when there's pool parties, a lot of bizarre things happen. I had one pool party one time where I don't know what was going on, but a t-shirt got sucked into the skimmer line. Again, I don't know what they were doing. And it clogged the plumbing, and so it wasn't circulating pretty much the whole week. And I couldn't figure out what was in there. So I called someone to blow it out with CO2, and they said, hey, man, there was a T-shirt in the line, which was really weird. Another one, they had water balloons. And I saw them on the deck, and I saw them floating in the pool. I didn't think anything of it. But, you know, 
most of the water balloons, the majority of them got actually into the plumbing lines and it was clogging up the pool. And that's why it was sucking, well, it looked like it was sucking air, but wasn't priming. Couldn't figure out what was going on there. But I mean, it was obvious I should have figured it out with all the water balloons everywhere. But now I know that if I see a lot of water balloons on the deck in the pool, the chances are a lot of them got through the skimmer basket when you have a party things are moving, the pool may not be running, and so the skimmer basket will lift up in some cases. And then when the pool turns back on, all those water balloons got sucked in there. And so these are things that I'm aware of now that I wasn't aware of before they happened to me. So these things may happen to you also. So kind of keep a running list of these things as they happen to you. And then in the future, when you notice something unusual, kind of pull that out of your you know, previous experience, case files, I guess you can say, and you'll kind of get an idea of what may be happening at that pool. And this, of course, develops an experience. You're going to run into a lot of this out there. You're going to gain that experience as you're doing it and finding these weird things that kind of happen out there. Um, Definitely be on top of it. There was one pool where, like, it looked really bad. It was dirt everywhere on the bottom, and I couldn't figure out what had happened. And then the homeowner said, oh, yeah, I had the tree trimmers come by, and they trimmed the trees, and and they got all the stuff out, which is really nice of them. And that's where all the dirt came from. They got all the big debris out, but left all the dirt there. So that solved that mystery. So weird things like that happen. Chances are 9 out of 10 times if you ask the customer, you'll figure out what's going on because they'll tell you exactly what's going on. It's kind of like a Scooby-Doo episode where at the end, you know, the mystery is solved because it's such an easy thing. You know, it's, hey, it's Mr. Jenkins. Oh, I knew that, you know, kind of weird, simple thing. So don't overdo it or don't overthink things just ask the homeowner hey are you guys having a lot of parties or what's going on with all the dirt in the pool those are important things and um, a lot of people will not even go that far they'll just be treating again the symptom without getting to the bottom of what is going on and if you're interested in other podcasts that i've recorded go to my website swimmingprolearning.com and on the banner click on the podcast icon and you'll see a list of drop down of all different podcasts i've recorded and if you are in the industry and want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.